Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. We have our first guest on the podcast, which is why we have a quick introduction today, Tribe. Look, we've got someone fantastic for you today. It's Siobhan from What the Doctor Orders, and uh, she's a bit of a mocktail connoisseur. Uh, You know, she's got a fantastic story, a wild story, to be honest with you. So strap yourself in. I won't say much more because I don't want to give too many spoilers. Um, But we just wanted to say before the show, you know, me and Ellie understand. uh, We know that alcohol-free drinks is a really complex topic. For some people, they are so, so helpful. And for others, they can find them triggering. So we plan to talk about this topic in depth going forwards. We both have our own experiences with alcohol-free drinks. But we just wanted to honor Siobhan's story because she's so full of energy and and just love and light and she's an amazing person we're so grateful that she came onto the podcast to be our first guest together and i know that many of you will really resonate with her fantastic story so without further ado i would love to introduce siobhan from what the doctor orders welcome to the present and sober podcast so we're here today with the wonderful sam (laughs) and the fantastic we've got our first guest this week we've got the wonderful siobhan with us hey siobhan (laughs) welcome welcome thank you i'm so excited yeah it's so lovely to have you here you've just got this wonderful infectious energy so i'm super super excited to bring you here um, so I originally came across Siobhan on Instagram. So Siobhan's got this wonderful handle, what the doctor orders and wonderful videos, lots of information about alcohol-free drinks. But there were two things that really stood out about your Instagram, Siobhan. The first was I'm attracted to all things bright and vibrant and energetic and it just your enthusiasm with what you do. It just, you know, it is so bold. I absolutely loved it. And um, and then the other thing is you've got this really, really interesting story and a really unique story. And uh, to take without, you know, I'm, I'm not going to spoil your story because we're going to hear it all from you, but to take something that could be so potentially so negative and damaging to something that is so super positive, like it, it's, it just... Um, it just gave me chills. So I'm just so thrilled to have you here because, you know, our podcast is all about making our world bigger, making everybody's worlds bigger. And there's a really nice link with your story in terms of what you, you know, what happened to you and what that opened up for you. Um, and I was thinking about uh, good old Byron Katie with loving what is, and that that's really what I felt from, from hearing your story the first time. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Cheers you again with my, I've made for the occasion, I've treated myself to a little French 75 mocktail. So cheers. And then I'm going to sit back and sip this and listen to your wonderful story. Okay. So I guess a little like day-to-day lifestyle story of me. I'm, you know, I just moved down to this new city. We live in Pittsburgh. I'm a chiropractor, just going about my day-to-day life in you know, Corona times (laughs) and, um, everything was going fine and well. And then in December I got sick. So, you know, you never want to find out that you have COVID, but it happens. And so, you know, I was sick, whatever, got through it. Luckily, like I'm young and healthy. Um, didn't think too much of it. Started going back to work, thought everything was great. My job's very physical. Mm -hmm. Um, so then about a month after I had been, you know, sick, I started feeling really weird. So I started getting, you know, pain in my chest. I was having trouble breathing. That was the scariest thing. And I was like, okay, well, I can't do a physical job and not be able to breathe. Mm. Um, And it took about a month, I guess, of testing and hospitalizations and all sorts of crazy stuff to find out that, you know, I, I was a long hauler. I have these blood clots in my lungs. I have a heart problem now. 
So it kind of just like pulled the rug out from under me. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I was kind of like, okay, what do I do? First thing my doctor tells me is you have to be on blood thinners. And I'm like, blood thinners, you can't, you can't drink on blood thinners. (laughs) And like, it sounds so silly to be like, oh, well you can't drink like no big deal. But when you're 30 years old and you live in the city, like that Mm -hmm. is literally all I do. Like you don't, (laughs) you don't realize how much it's like part of your social life until it's taken away. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, my big thing, like I'm I'm like a self-declared foodie. So like, I love to eat. I love to drink. So like wine tastings, distilleries, like everything. That's what we love to do. It's like our hobby brunch, like all of it. Mm. So like to be like, all right, the one thing that I do all the time is gone. It's gone. And you kind of, you know, I like have like an identity crisis. I'm like, what, what do I do? This has been taken from me. And it, you know, it got really depressing because, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of just put on the spot of like, okay, now what, what do I do with myself? Like the college I went to, like, that's all we ever did. I went to school. So obviously drinking age in America is 21, but the college I went to, if you were 18 with a student ID, you could drink. So like, that's like mm. all we did. It was like, that's all my friends that I've made. Like, that's what we did together. So it was just like, I, I was at a loss. So I mean, I was like, okay, that's fine. I can't drink. It'll be fine. It's only six months. Um, it'll be fine. I just have to get to August. That's what I kept telling myself. So, you know, I'm just sitting in my house, you know, you can't, you run out of things to do. You're like on the spot. And then, um, I had been told, so I started going to therapy because I was like the whole diagnosis, you know, you just have to do something for your mental that's health. Huge. Um, and cause I would just cry. I would just like be, if I thought about it too much, I would just start bawling. And I was like, yeah, all right, this isn't good. So I started going to therapy and he told me, he said, you know, I think you're just grieving. You're grieving your old life. You don't have it anymore. And I'm like, mm-hmm. once he said that, I was like, whoa, <laughs> like mind blown. I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. Yeah. It's like, it's a total loss and you're starting over. So, you know, that helped me work through it. And then my partner's friend was coming into town. This was probably about a month after I got all this diagnosis and he's a big like craft beer guy. And I was like, you know what? I know they're going to be drinking beer all weekend. Why don't I go to the beer distributor and see if they have like some O'Doul's or like caliber. Cause my dad hasn't drank since I was in like high school. So like God, probably about 13, 15 years now. So it's like, God, I know those. I'll get those so I can feel included. And I got to the the beer distributor and he had a whole section and I was like, whoa, this is way bigger than I imagined. But I didn't think twice. I just grabbed a couple different things. So I was like, oh, I'll try some out. And I was like, got them home. And I was like, wow, this is, this is really good. And I like, I feel included, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, that that's nice. I feel this kind of is filling that void a little bit. I'm liking this, this, uh, this definitely feels great. And then I had gone to work and my boss, she know, like my, both my bosses, they know that I can't drink and all this. And then we're like a tiny little business. So I had said, you know, Oh, I went to the local place and he had a ton of stuff. She goes, Oh, have you heard of this brand? And I'm like, Oh, there's more. So of course, you know, you Google one thing on your computer and all Instagram will show you then is ads for things like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I start getting more and more and more ads for these things. And I'm like, wow, this is a whole thing. And it was, you know, how sometimes things are just like the, the universe just tells you something. It just like pops in your brain. You're like, I don't know where that came from, but I'm glad it did. I literally just dropped my boyfriend off at work. I was driving home over the bridge and in my head, I heard little to no booze reviews. And I was like, this little snow booze reviews, I could try these things and taste them and make a video and tell other people. Cause this, I don't know if you know, maybe people listening don't know alcohol free stuff is very expensive. (laughs) (laughs) It is not cheap. You think it's going to be cheaper because it has no alcohol in it. You're wrong. If anything, it's more expensive because it's a more complicated process. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, why don't I try things? then people can know before they buy them if they're going to like them. So then of course I like do a deep dive. Cause I'm like, all right, this is, this can be my thing. 
I have something to do now. I, it's not booze related. I mean, kind of, but it's not. (laughs) So, and then it's, it explodes at all of a sudden. So I'm like, you know, all right, who are these people that would want to watch my videos? I'm like, well, obviously people in the sober community, because who would drink these if they don't have to, which is like a whole different, there are people that still want to drink them, but I didn't know that at the time. And then you start growing this community and then you start learning more about this whole sober lifestyle and what it can mean. And I'm meeting these people virtually, I guess, Instagram friends. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is incredible. And then, I mean, it probably took me about, I think I was around like month three where I'm like, you know, doing my research. I start, I I go all in. I'm like, you know, I'm going to send, I'm going to send emails to brands. What's the worst that could happen? They say, no. Okay, cool. The, the response was so overwhelmingly kind because mm-hmm. I was, t- I told people my story and they're like, Oh my God, you've been through COVID. We'll send you everything we have. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll play the COVID card. If I <laughs> it's gonna get me some stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And it just like kind of spiraled. Like all of a sudden I'm getting all these packages at the house. My boyfriend's like, are you buying this stuff? I'm like, no promise. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you buying it? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, I start doing this stuff. It's like really helping me. I'm feeling better. And then I'm starting to realize I'm like, my mental health's a lot better now. Life seems more beautiful. You like, everything is just more vivid. I'm not getting, I'm not like picking fights with my boyfriend for no reason. I feel like I'm doing better at work because I have more clarity. And I'm like, oh, this is more than just till August. Mm -hmm. I like this feeling. Mm -hmm. I love how I feel. I didn't know I could still feel like this. And so it starts turning into, okay, I, do I ever want to go back to that? And, you know, I kind of went back and forth in my own head. Cause I'm like, Oh, what about vacations? What about this? And I'm like, no, no, it's not worth, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I love how I feel. So it's like the whole time I got sick with COVID, there were so many times where I would go back and forth and be like, why, why did this happen to me mm-hmm. out of everyone? Like, why did it have to be me? And like, you feel sorry for yourself. You kind of spiral, but like, now that this has all happened, I'm like, Oh, this is why Mm -hmm. it's like the best worst thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, yeah, it was devastating. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel great. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm like perfectly healthy or anything yet, but like everything else other than, you know, having to take the medicines and stuff, like I feel better than I've felt in years, years. Yeah. It's that's that's quite something, isn't it? From what what you've been yeah. through, to to be able to say that is very special. <laughs> it's wild. It's it's unbelievable, and like the friendships I've made, like the fact that I'm talking to you two right now, like this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. If you had told me this when I was in the hospital in January, I'd been like, shut up. Yeah. There's no way. This is miserable. This is my life is over, and it's like. It's like a whole new world has opened up and it's been amazing. You've almost got tears here. Oh, tears Start over in Cambridge. You were talking about me in the beginning, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> Isn't it amazing though? Just oh. I've had similar experiences myself where you just think back on where you were just a few weeks before and you think, wow, my mind space, like everything about who I am has shifted. So mm-hmm. magic, it's magical. Yeah, yeah. And- even if you told me a year ago, like, oh, Siobhan, you're going to start making videos on YouTube. I'd be like, when? I don't have time. And it's like, no, when you're drinking, you didn't have time. Now that you don't, you have a lot more time. <laughs> you find yeah. time. It's mad. It's amazing. Time and drinking. I always say to people, however much time you think it's taking, multiply that by at least three. Because yeah. the time drinking itself, I mean, that is a fraction of the time thinking about drinking, all the rest of it, uh-huh. the playing, recovering from drinking. My Lord, the time is, and time is like everything, obviously. <laughs> this everything. moment is what we have. We're, this present moment is all we ever have, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's unbelievable. Like, yeah, you think back, I think back on like vacations I've been on, like the amount of time I'm like, all right, so we'll get here, we'll have brunch. We won't be able to get up early the next day because we're mm-hmm. going to be feeling like crap. Like, what? Yeah. What? We spent how much money on vacations to be hungover? Your holidays literally like, double in size. If you think yeah. about the amount of times you spend all morning walking around, wishing the morning away because you want to be in the bar, 
Uh-huh. And then you're in the bar and time whisks by because you're under the influence of alcohol. The next thing you know, they're in the morning hiding under the covers. Um, yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're at home. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. And then you come home and you're like, I'm so tired. Yeah, you were just on like vacation crap. for a week. Yeah. <laughs> How are you not rested? <laughs> That's a novel thing. Feeling better after a holiday than when you started is novel. And I can talk from personal experience that it's bloody marvelous. I can't wait. I haven't been yet. This, I don't even know when we'll go but it'll be one day all my vacation time was used for being sick which is fun but next year (laughs) oh it's it's so interesting though to hear um when when you said it's the 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 best worst thing that's ever happened Mm. to you yeah you never you never heard anyone say that about COVID I don't think I'm probably the only person (laughs) Mm. but just like what what what's what it's opened up for you how your life's expanded in in so many different ways it's it is really really huge it's it's amazing and it's been so much fun and like <clears throat> even if I had never done the videos and like never did any of that other stuff which like I don't think it, it, it had to happen but just like for the mental health and like my relationships are so much better yeah. Like even at work, I'm like, wow, I feel a lot more like confident and like assertive. And like, I was being held back by alcohol this whole time. I had no idea. Mm. Like stuff mm. like that. There's stuff that happens every day that I'm just like, oh, wow. And I guarantee other people don't realize that that's limiting the alcohol is limiting that for them as well, which yeah. Yeah. is crazy. Those clouds that lift, it's really strange because, you know, you stop drinking for say 30 days and a cloud lifts and you're like, whoa, like, it's like you're sticking your head out and you're seeing Mm -hmm. the world with new eyes. And then kind of like, as time goes by for different lengths of time for different people, but all these other clouds keep lifting that you didn't even know were there. And you're kind of like, how long have I been living with this filter? Yeah. 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 It's, it's shocking. It's kind of scary, but that's another reason why, like when I'm doing these drinks, I like tell people, I'm like, you should try this even if you drink Mm -hmm. because you never know. You never mm. know. What's the worst that could happen if you took a break? Mm. Mm. I don't think you, anyone ever regrets it. Even if it's just to cut back. Like you might even notice, oh, I, I feel like I had more time this week. Great. Mm. I just, just, I don't know, little things. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so much to be discovered. But there's, yeah. there's, it's, it's sort of such a barrier to entry because just as you described, it's that... But, but hang on, that's all I do. So how, if you take it away from me, what, what am I going to do? It's, 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 so, it's so cataclysmic for, for some mm-hmm. people um, that, just, you know, how, how am I going to, what, what's my life going to look like? It's, it's just so big. Can, can I ask you, like how yeah. that, that, those early, very early days, how long did that last for? That probably lasted, it, it was a long time. Um, it was bad. It was, it was bad. Let me see. Cause I, I think it probably was until, yeah. So probably about mid March. So about, yeah, about a month, about a month of just depression Mm -hmm. and feeling sorry for myself. A lot of feeling sorry for myself, which I mean, is good in moderation, but I was kind of letting it overcome me, which like is never a good thing. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a blessing in disguise that, uh, our friend was visiting from out of town cause I drove over to the distributor that day and all this happened. And so, it was. Mm. so was mm. that, that drive at that kind of like unplanned trip, was that really the turning point? Was there anything else that happened in that time that makes you think? I'm not sure. Maybe I, I had, do, I had started the therapy too. So I, I'm sure that helped mm-hmm. just to have someone explain to me, like, you're grieving. And then mm. to just reframe it in my own mind to be like, oh, okay, you have to, let's deal with it in that respect instead of like, oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This happened to me. Life's so unfair. To be like, okay, so we're grieving. That means it is gone. And so we have to pick up and move on from here. Whether it, at that time, I was like, all I have to do is just make it to August make it through the summer, yeah. make it through some wedding events. Like I'll be fine. 
but like I said, it's like, you know, the longer it happened, I'm like, wow, I feel unbelievable. Like it just, it all fell in place. And I don't think I ever could have predicted that that would happen. <laughs> yeah. That grieving piece is, is really powerful. I think we, a lot of people don't think of it in that way, but it's kind of like, you know, alcohol has been our friend per se for such mm-hmm. a long time. It may have been, you know, doing a number on us and making us feel crap yeah. a lot of the time, but it's ever present for so many of us. Like it becomes synonymous with, you know, with uh, socializing and so many different things. Right. Yeah. So it's and, huge. So like that, it really is like a grieving, like a mourning process. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when so much of your adult life is that, like when I was, I think back to like, before I went to college, I'm like, what did I do? Because I didn't, that's all we did. But I was like, all right, I like to read. So I got back into reading. I'm like, mm-hmm. I love reading. Why did I stop doing this? Just like things like that. And just, yeah, I think everyone, every time you think of a social situation, it's like, oh, let's go grab drinks. Let's go to brunch. Let's go here. It's all centered around drinking, but that's like a huge societal problem we can pick apart yeah. <laughs> for hours you know what i mean but we do li- quite literally turn a substance into an activity yeah we stick mm. an, ing, an ing on the end and in the same way that we go swimming or dancing or walking we go drinking and it is yeah. at the loss of the socializing at the of, of yeah. all these things that make things great and, and amazing and you know suddenly that gets taken away from us and we we put it up there on a pedestal as the ultimate life experience the irony being that it from the top down is trickling over everything else you do. So that like from a chemical response and everything in your body, you're not enjoying things like you used to. And you don't realize. So suddenly, Siobhan, like you're saying, the joy of a cup of tea in a book, you're like, whoa, like, I feel like yeah. a kid again. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, like seriously. And it's what I've noticed too with making the mocktails now. It's like, it's not even, it was never really about the booze Mm -hmm. it's about the ritual of getting all this stuff together putting it together garnishing it wow it looks so fancy so cool taste Ooh, the taste it's so nice and just like enjoying that whole moment is what Mm. is almost more relaxing than the chemical craziness that you know yeah that first 20 minutes of alcohol will give you and then all hell breaks loose at least now you get that 20 minutes and more (laughs) and it's just you know you feel great you're not picking fights with people you're not crying on the dance floor you're not being that friend that no one wishes that they had invited (laughs) like yeah it's just it's yeah it's all it's a win it's a hundred times over (laughs) i'm interested to know have you taken any heat for in the sense that you know this is a triggering conversation for some people it uh have you had any interesting conversations with people because you know the world of alcohol free drinks etc it's not black and white a lot there's a lot of different opinions out there on this subject so i've had the only it's actually funny the only person that has straight up said to me i can't drink stuff like that um because it will make me just go drink Mm -hmm. i was my actual our uh parking guy here at my apartment building (laughs) (laughs) and then i i've had one person who I consider a friend on Instagram, she was like, do you ever think that your videos trigger people? And I said, no, I hadn't, because I was so new to this. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, they, why are they looking for mocktail videos in the first place? Mm. It's, not, it's not my fault that it's out there. I want to be a source for people that if that is going to help you get through the grieving process of feeling excluded from life that's what I'm here for and like I think I'm not trying to be mean but it's like you have to know what bothers you and if that's something that you can't do then see my stuff and scroll on yeah yeah what what you were saying earlier on about like what what you are providing is a really um a really special really fun but really needed service, right? Because as you rightly said, these drinks, some of them can be very, very, very expensive. And yes, it is it is down to the fact that the processing is um, much more complicated. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's, it's funny that reaction that you can kind of have to something that would be like a gin equivalent and, oh, God, that's expensive. But then think, well, what it, it should be. I'm not paying yeah, 25 pounds. 
for flavored water. And you water. don't even you don't even bat an eye though if you're buying a regular alcohol yep. bottle in your gin. You're like, yep, no big exactly. deal. Exactly, exactly. But I no have had I've had the experience of I'm not going to mention the brand because I know many people love it, but there is a a brand, um, a botanical spirit, and and I bought it and I was really really excited about it. I, I, don't like I already it. know who it is. I don't like it. And, um, and I, I gifted it away to somebody but, else to try. But, so, but the point being, what you are putting together is, is not just highly entertaining and wonderful and really joyful and uplifting, but it's, it's really helping people out to, to, you know, kind of do the legwork with somebody that's very passionate about, as you say, you're a foodie and you really enjoy the rituals. So for somebody to, to go through the lengths of, gathering all of these different drinks from all of these different w- weird and wonderful places it's it's a real it's a real service um oh. and I, I, just, I just think it's marvelous I really really do I'm really excited to hear what you're going to talk about next take us through some of uh, some of your your favorite drinks or yeah sure fun. so I mean so which I what I didn't realize when I got into this is like the vastness of this industry <laughs> there every day I find at least two to 10 new brands. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, add it to the list, add it to the list. Got to send them an email, add it to the list. <laughs> and- um, Do you need a new, have you got more garages being built or something? I'm going to have to. We actually did get a storage unit and my boyfriend's been saying like, <laughs> we need to take some of your stuff out of here because we can't. I love it. We don't have room. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just drink it faster, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. The world's biggest outside fridge ever. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> no I think my favorite that I've had so far it's hard it's hard because it's like if I have to pick one that actually tastes like what it's meant to taste like it's like a whole different thing Mm -hmm. the the cool things that I've been getting into lately are the drinks that have botanicals that make you feel the neutral relaxed yeah Ooh. yeah yeah I want to hear about these. Yeah. I need, I need so, some relaxation. I've got three kids. I need some relaxation. I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, I feel like the original industry was probably a lot of, all right, it's a lot of gins. It's a lot of some whiskeys. But now people are like, okay, this tastes fine, but like, that's not enough for me. I want to feel like I did when I was having a drink. I want to feel that relaxation. I want to feel that calming. I want it to help me sleep. Like, so people are taking it and running with it. So a brand that I've come in contact with is, um, three spirit, Mm -hmm. which is actually UK based. They're great. They have three different ones and they have different mixtures of like a lot of mushrooms, um, other herbs and stuff like stuff I'd never heard of but they're, they all have a calming effect. And if you have a couple of their mixed drinks, like I think you'll have to have like an ounce in each drink after like two or three, you do feel like either euphoric, calm down. Some of them have like, one's like a nightcap. It's supposed to make you like drift off to sleep. Um, they're really cool. They're really, really cool. It's interesting because when, when we trained with, with Jolene Park, we spoke a lot about, you know, how, you know, you can take certain things to, to help yourself feel relaxed and calm down. And I think these drinks are kind of like a, a shortcut to that because they've, they've mm-hmm. been blended for you. So. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think these brands just saw that there was a, a hole that needed filled mm-hmm. and they're like, we can do that. We can mm-hmm. do it well too. The one that I've tried, I've tried only the uh, social elixir, which is like a fun name um, because the stuff that's in it, it like gives you that like lift of that, like, you know, that like kind of giddy feeling that you get mm-hmm. and like, you just, it just holds you there. So it's like when you have that first drink and you're like, oh, this is what I'm trying to maintain. And then it never, <laughs> never works, but this actually does it. And I was like, cause I'm, I'm a pretty tall person. I'm a big person. I'm like three drinks. We'll see about that. And I don't know if you've seen that video, but I literally like spill stuff all over my kitchen. So <laughs> it works. <laughs> so that's a really, that's been a really cool one. I've, I've di- tried a lot of CBD drinks. Mm-hmm. That's a huge industry. They're really good. They do definitely calm you down. I feel like the CBD ones help me more with like aches and pains in my body, which is nice. <laughs> Cause I can't really take a lot of medication with everything that i'm on so i'm like all right natural alternatives we can we can do that um 
those are probably the that's that's a newer one that I'm trying to find more of but I think it's harder for people to make because you have to be like really careful with what you put in stuff mm-hmm. and then the beers are good athletic brewing is probably the best beer you can get they have so much variety too and they do seltzers that actually taste like seltzers not just like LaCroix <laughs> Because you want, if you're going to, if you're going to have one of these, you don't want it to be like juice. No, no. I think we were having, was it last week we were having this conversation, Sam, about, you know, when you go, if you go to a bar, if you can get out to a bar and you get to one and you've, you've got the the kiddie menu and you can have like a Coke or a fruit shoot. Panda pop. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's the worst. And like. I've listened to other podcasts and it's so true. Once someone said this, I was like, I'll never let this go. You can go to any restaurant. They have vegan, they have gluten-free, they have vegetarian, they have literally everything for these very small groups of people in society. But you ask for a mocktail, they're like, no one drinks those. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, there's way more sober people in the world than there are gluten-free people. (laughs) Way more. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, I really started, when I sat back and started to look at, you know, when you think about all these different groups of people, entire countries that basically don't touch alcohol, having spent a lot of time in India, and I mean, it is increasing how many people drink in India, but you're in a culture where, you know, the only, surrounded by people who get that the difference between a good night and a bad night is not how many pints of beer you have, but the people you're surrounded by, how many songs you sing, how much dancing you do. And, you know, we give alcohol so much damn credit that it doesn't deserve so much. The problem is, I think a lot of the time is that if you are convinced that alcohol is required to have a good time, then you don't have one when you don't have access to it. So the life raft that's really interesting that you're talking about here, Siobhan, is that, look, if if having a non-alcoholic beer every now and again can get you from, oh, I'm never going to enjoy a night out again, to the experience of, you know, having a couple of wonky nights, a few which are great, then a really good one, and then this. And then you get to this point where the, the experience truly catches up with the new thinking you'd love to have. For example, socializing is fun in its own right, which with a very quick thought experiment, most humans can sit back and realize, of course it is, like it's supposed to be. We have evolved to enjoy socializing. Yeah. So that life raft that you can like have no, like you said before, if it's going to trigger somebody, fine. And you know, if you know that's the case, then fine. But if it's, yeah. but the more people that learn about this, I mean, for me, they've been, uh, they've saved me from a lot of things. I've really enjoyed them. I used to love beer, the taste of beer. Anyway, yeah. Um, and yeah, on the on a hot day, every now and again, I think they're they're nice. They're great. Yeah, yeah. Even we, when I first started doing this we had driven to see um my boyfriend's sister it was like her birthday and they were having a little party at a bar which was like we were in like the deep backwoods so i guess covid (laughs) didn't exist there um (laughs) but yeah but i walk in of course everyone's like why aren't you drinking why aren't you drinking why aren't you drinking but like the fact that i was able to get like a heineken zero i was -hmm. like wow this is nice and I have something in my hand. So now everyone's going to stop asking, mm. which is great because it's really mm. no one's business. And, that's and of fine. course, if you're a woman, everyone just assumes you're pregnant. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Thank you, though. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah, it goes back to what you said right, right at the very beginning. Like, you just want to be included, right? You just want to yeah. be part of it. And yeah. This, the, the most disappointing thing is when you rock up somewhere and you, you have like the kids menu that, that that's it those, those are your drinks options and conversely the the ecstasy when you turn up at um I was just mentioning before um, we started recording about I went out for dinner with a friend of mine a rare dinner rare night out and my expectations were low I was expecting to not have anything to choose from and, um, and and I went straight to look at the kids' drinks at the bottom and then blow me down halfway up. There was a whole section for alcohol-free drinks and they had um, a couple of different mocktails. They had three, no less, types of alcohol-free wine. So, you know, it, I, I was just amazed. And, and actually, their, their drinks were relatively reasonably priced. The thing that I found amazing, so I... Um, when I first went alcohol free, I just, honestly, I just drank a lot of water and a lot of tea. And I, I had a, a big thing about kombucha for a while. 
Um, but I, I had it in my head that um, alcohol-free wine was going to be rubbish. I just told myself that story. And so I'd never bothered to try it. And I was coaching a group of women. And one of them was based in the UK. And she was talking about this wine that she drank. I'm thinking, yeah, but it can't be good, really, can it? You know, <laughs> so I happened to be in this supermarket in the UK that stocked it. And it was like, it was something like £3.50 a bottle. I'm thinking, well, that's a bargain. I might as well try it because if I <laughs> chuck it, you know, what, what have I lost? And it was really good. It was yeah. really, really good. And so now, um, you know, I it, it's I have some in the house, like I could, you know, just have a glass of an evening or whatever. But it's interesting because when you have a glass, you don't then have five glasses. You kind of have the one glass and enjoy it. But yeah. to be able to take something to... Uh, an occasion or a party or whatever else. There are some really, really good sparkling alcohol-free wines here. Um, I have one right now that I'm bringing to a bridal shower on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it, and, and the thing, and you touched on this earlier as well, the thing that's really interesting is when you offer it up to somebody. So I had a girlfriend around the other day after school with the kids. And um, I said, oh, would you like it? It was, really, it was actually hot here for a change. And I had this chilled bottle of um, alcohol-free rosé and I said oh would you like a glass and I was expecting to say oh no I don't bother with that and she said oh yes yeah actually yeah I'll have a glass and she she really enjoyed it so much so she drank the rest of the bottle so there you go like it, it, but you know she, and she's a drinker although she, she doesn't drink very much at all mm. but to be able to open up another option for drinkers as well as non-drinkers I just think it's marvelous yeah and it's so funny to me too that like I think it's going to start getting better, but the restaurant and bar industry is missing out on so much revenue. It is Mm. unreal. If Mm. you have a mocktail menu, you can literally put a $20 price tag on a drink. I will buy it. Mm. Mm. I will buy it just because you had it. Mm. Mm. And I think other people would feel the same way too, but I'm also not opposed. I might be more bold than others, but I'll walk up into somewhere. And if they don't have it on the menu, I'll be like, can the bartender make me a mocktail? And mm. 99% of the time they will. They'll whip mm. something together. They'll put it in a fancy glass with a little something on top. And you're like, this can taste like rubbish. And I I love every moment. <laughs> mm. But again, it's, it's part of the ritual again, isn't it? It's like you know, yeah. being, being able to be included and be part of it. I mean, my, my, the only dampener that I had with my r- most recent alcohol-free drink experience at this restaurant was when the two drinks were presented to us. So my friend had was a glass like this and it was all, um, we had exactly the same cocktail, by the way, except hers was an alcohol version. Mm-hmm. Mine was alcohol-free. Hers comes in this glass and it's got a garnish and it's got all this. And mine came over in, um, a rather just drab looking <laughs> um, champagne flute with no garnish, nothing. But but even so, I was just I was just pleased to be part of something and to not be left with Coca Cola, a fruit shoot, uh, or you know a caliber if they've got a you know dusty yeah. caliber from back in the day. You don't really <laughs> see that out here very much. See a caliber anymore? But... No, no. But some of the alcohol free beers again, I've been surprised with. So my, my husband's a um, he's a beer drinker and uh he's been alcohol free over a year now and so he's tried all of the different mm. beers and um there's one called brooklyn the brooklyn Effects. one is great that's good it's my oh, favorite the Bro- well. i have had the brooklyn yeah. one it's really yeah. good i yeah. love that the love adams that. ones are good yeah that one's good brew dog is really yeah, good yeah. It, there is something interesting though i can talk from experience there was a time i was in spain and um I think intention and what you're looking for is really important here because if you're using, if you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer and your, your reason for doing that is kind of like to help you socialize, like as the, as the life raft that we were talking about, or just because, you know, you just want to have a special grown up drinking because why not? Like you don't have to drink pop just because (laughs) there's nothing, there's no other option. I think at that time though, I was quite early on and I was, kind of searching subconsciously for something and so I went through a period of drinking a lot of them every single night um and it's funny that now I really do enjoy them when I have them but I'm very able to put them down and and that is because I've done the work on my belief systems around alcohol which has allowed me to have a really different relationship with them now interestingly they never ever triggered me to want to drink actual alcohol Mm -hmm. but I did have a compulsion to like want to drink more of them Mm -hmm. um 
Yes. So I think it's important if you're somebody who's noticing that pattern, then, you know, there is space there to do some work because your belief system, I think there's a potential that you're trying to look for something still. Yeah. It's almost like you're just trying to fill a hole. Yeah. And, um, it can be, it can be, you know, it's not going to help you. You definitely have to go into it with knowing that it's, it is a non-alcoholic drink. It's not alcohol. Do- yeah. Yeah. Like you can't, yeah, you're not going to, it's not going to replace it. It's no. not. And you do have, there is a lot of like self-work. Like, I don't think, I think if I had never gone to therapy, like, I think I'd be at about a way worse place if I hadn't started doing therapy as well with all of this, mm-hmm. because it, you have to do the self-work because yeah, you're just going to try to keep filling a hole. That's just never, you're filling it with quicksand. That's just dissolving out. And it's not, it's not mm. going to do what you need to do. That's a really interesting reflection. And I think it's really, really important because I think if you do just come off of the back of a drinking career and then just go, right, I'm just going to drink non-alcoholic beer and that's going to solve all my problems. The answer is, well, no, it won't, Mm -hmm. but it can be a very powerful tool. um, Mm -hmm. And it can be exactly what we've spoken about here. I think that's really interesting that. And I think that over time, as you reflect on that period, you'll probably get more and more insight into what it was that kind of kind of freed you from that old way of thinking yeah and I, I see stuff all the time that like I'm like oh like little things and I, I can't even put a finger on it but like just things that I'm like oh it's like it'll be like a random like Thursday night and I work early on Fridays and I'll be like man I, I feel like I want to have like uh, a little happy hour with myself mm-hmm. and I'm like no you can't do that it's Thursday you have to work in the morning and I'm like it's an alcoholic <laughs> we can do whatever we want. <laughs> rebel, that's it. You be the rebel, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just be a rebel, exactly. <laughs> yes. yes, that's it. So yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. And that's the other fun thing about these videos too, is that like, I think as time goes on, I'll look back on old things and be like, wow, you had no idea of this and that. <laughs> but it's fun for now. <laughs> it, it certainly is. and it, But it's just, it's... It, the thing that's going to be really wonderful for you and for your audience actually is to see you grow because really you've only been doing it for a very short space of time. Yeah. Wait, oh, it, yeah. Relatively. Yeah, um, like two months maybe. Yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Thanks. I just, like I said, it, it was for something for me to do. I needed to <laughs> give myself a hobby. But I, I didn't realize sorry to uh, to, to interrupt, oh, interrupt you Sean I just I, I just love when, when you were talking about it you were saying about like if I'm going to do something I'm all in like I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not I'm not just going to kind of do it half-assed I'm all oh, in yeah. I'm emailing the people I've got the warehouse for my goods <laughs> <laughs> I've sorted out the yeah. issues with my boyfriend about I'm not spending the money yeah. um like you, you, you're all into it and and that's you know the again it, it just it's amazing what this has opened up for you but it's happened because of the kind of person that you are, I think, and the way that you've applied yourself. And, and I just think it, it's such a, um, an inspirational way, uh, way to be. So there's, I think there is a big shout out for therapy, like therapy and any kind of work on yourself, whether it's, you know, with a therapist, a counselor, a coach is so, so helpful because the, I mean, the point that you were saying about th- that, that therapist said to you, you're grieving your old life that somebody sitting outside of all of your stuff is so much easier for somebody to see that and be able to reflect it back to you and position it in a way that is helpful and meaningful. And then, you know, with a little flashlight guide you along the path that you need to go on. Um, So I think, you know, those sorts of things are, are so, so important, but I think intrinsically there's a there's there's something in your personality that you know like I I, I was coaching in the um, live alcohol experiment in January and, and May and I had this day where they talk about you know a addictive personality is real and um, I was saying to the people in in, in that experiment look it's you know your personality isn't the reason that you drink but there are certain traits that we have the things that um, like I'm, I would class myself as somebody that's, you know, all or nothing. So that all or nothing um, personality trait meant that I was a very, very seasoned drinker. So I was yep. all in with my drinking. I did very, yep. very well at it. But equally, We're good at it. yes, I was very, yes. very good at it. But Same. then when I, when I decided that actually 
there's no point I was drinking to relax. I now see from the signs it does not relax me. There is therefore no point in drinking it anymore. It wasn't like, oh, well, I'll, I was a bit like, I'll see what happens. But I was, you know, within a couple of weeks, now I want to be a coach. I want to help other people to, yep. like, so I'm now going to, Annie Grace, yes, I'm going to go and train with her. Thank you very much. Like, it was, I was all into it. And, and that focus that you described, I think for me, being um, alcohol, like the early days of being alcohol free, it was so helpful to have that something to really hone in on and focus on. Um, oh yeah, I'm the same way, obviously, because I I did all of this. Like, I had two alcohol free beers, and I'm like, I'm making videos. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> well, look, when you know, though, you know, like, and this is the yeah. thing, like, when you catch the wave and you're on that. Like, it's amazing. And um, it's so funny. Like when you were talking earlier, Siobhan, you made me think of one of my favorite Zen proverbs. Sorry to go weird on us. I love going sideways. But which is let go or be dragged. And that process that you go through where you were kind of like, you realized deeply, look, I can either keep hold of this and get dragged Mm, along for mm. years to come or I can let go. And the process of letting go, you know, has opened this incredible world and like all these experiences. And, but then you sort of, you stop just let, it's not just let go and be dragged. It's like, let go, stop being dragged. And then like, get on the rocket and just see where it bloody well yeah. takes you. <laughs> and oh, I, I assume that. one day when you send me your, your brand of non-alcoholic beverages, that will be where the rocket lands maybe, or is on the way it's going. We've been talking about it. Oh, I, I had a feeling that you might be the kind of person that would take up a challenge like that. Of course. <laughs> it's a, we gotta, we gotta get some, uh, some savings built up first but we'll mm. get there how's that for a teaser though only first oh. heard here very good yeah um, so you knew you knew <laughs> so before we wrap up this magical conversation do you think there is anything that you would want to say to somebody who is at various stages of your journey so somebody who's feeling like the choice has been taken away from them um what might you say to somebody in that position or what might you say to yourself I would say, because this is what I kept saying to myself when I was going through it, is that this is happening. There is a reason. There is a reason that these things happen. Mm -hmm. It might be very, very hard to see, but bad things just don't happen to people for no reason. And I fully believe that. um, And like I said, in the, in the midst of it, my boyfriend would be the one to say, he'd be like, Something's going to come out of this. Something good has to come out of this. It has to. There's, and you know, in when you're in it, you're like, yeah, shut up. Like, no, this is miserable. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, whatever. But now I look back and I'm like, here we are. So just, you know, stay as positive as you can. It's so hard, but find things that you can use as your raft. Maybe it's alcohol free drinks. Maybe it is just going for a walk every day getting out in the fresh air, Mm -hmm. just making priority for things that you know, you love, go back to things that you did as a kid. Mm -hmm. Cause you'll, you might forget that you love doing, maybe you love to paint when you're a kid and you just stopped when you got older for no reason. Um, cause you're too busy going out with your friends, um, (laughs) or reading books or listening to music, listen to music for when you were in like a teenager. That's been fun. Yeah. Cool. Just like stuff like that. And just like, try to just take it day by day. That's a, that's all you can do. And then eventually it will, it will come out as to why it happened. Whether it be that you just, you go a month in, you're like, wow, I actually feel great. Or another crazy opportunity happens. Mm. I had no idea this was going to happen. Like I said, I'm talking to you two right now. Like what? <laughs> Woo. Yeah. So just, yeah, take it, take it day by day and use whatever you need to do to keep yourself positive because there it it will come out why this happened i love your story it's so cool oh thank you <laughs> and it's just that that's the thing it's positive emotion it's a thing yeah i just i i don't like i said i was literally just driving my car and i was like little snow boost reviews i'm like what who who just said that like trust that when that happens <laughs> trust that yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like we have a camera we have a camera that we bought for our vacation two years ago. We haven't used it. I'll use it. Why not? <laughs> Sweet. 
Well, I'm just, I'm so, so thankful to have you here. So thank you so much. It's so exciting yeah, to have you as our first guest. Can, can you tell us just a little bit more about where people can find you? So my, my biggest presence is probably on Instagram. So mm-hmm. it is what the doctor orders. And then I do have a YouTube channel as well. Same name, same videos. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see more of my day-to-day craziness, go to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And you do want to see that, by the way. So go to Instagram. <laughs> definitely. It's a Thank little. You. It's not just all mocktails either. My life is interesting. <laughs> awesome. And my sister's visiting this weekend, so it's going to be even more fun. Well, have a wonderful, wonderful time with your sister. Thank and thank you. you so much for joining us. It's Thanks awesome. so much for having me. You are so welcome. Hang on, I'm just going to hit stop on here. How much of an inspiration is Siobhan to have turned something that could have been just such, um, just so negative at face value and to have found it and mined it for so much joy and potential and growth, I think is really inspirational and, you know, I hope you guys can see, I know you guys will know why me and Ellie invited Siobhan on to be our first guest because we think that is just such uh, an amazing story and it's just so much fun being in her presence she's uh, she's great so go check her out make sure you go check out her instagram it's awesome fun as she was saying and she's got a really just a just a great life and a great energy so next week me and ellie have recorded a podcast for you um it's really great it's about doing the best we can um and it's a little bit different we shot it in a few different ways and and it was it was kind of a bit off the cuff and with a slightly different format and it just we really got into flow with it and it was one of my favorite podcasts to record so far i think we we really enjoyed it and uh, yeah we hope you get a lot from that so make sure you tune in and as i always say at this point you know the 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 support that you that you uh, are sending us is just amazing so you know please please continue it's so great please go and leave us a review go and leave us a review and tell people in the review which which podcasts are helping you in particular because that can be really really helpful I know that when I look for podcasts I I go through and scan for for certain topics that really appeal to me um yeah and you know just just have a great week just uh just just let us know how you're getting on and if if anything comes up that you want to let us know about then reach out and let us know so let's keep making life bigger together